Welcome back to Your Real Source, the podcast about real estate. My name is Dave Duries, and I'm really excited that we've got our third episode that we're going to get into today. We're going to have an interview with Colleen DeLang, who is going to talk to us about the vendoring of other MLSs that we do. She's going to explain to us how does it benefit our members, how does it benefit the members of the MLS that we vendor, There'll be a lot that we'll get into regarding that. But first, before we get any further, we always want to make sure we talk about the market trends, what's happening as a result of the pandemic. And we've been putting up a weekly pandemic curve graph on our website so that you can see what's happening week by week. And the good news is that what it's showing is while we did have an eight-week drop, we're now on the way up and new listings and new pendings are climbing up and up and up. And we're almost to the level of that we would have been at compared to last year. So make sure you go to yourrealsource.info to take a look at that graph. Oh, it sounds like we may have some questions from listeners. Jake, do we have any questions? Yes, we do. Our first question from a listener states, Dave, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Sure, I can. Let me see. Where should I go back to? I went to college at Central Michigan University and graduated from there. And while I was there, uh, in addition to doing all the uh, academic uh, stuff, I also had a lot of fun uh, playing in Jazz Lab One, which was the top jazz band at the university. I played trombone. It was a lot of fun. We did a lot of big jazz festivals. We did the Detroit Montreux Jazz Festival. Got to play in Hart Plaza. It was really, really exciting. I also have been in the industry for 40 years. I got into it right after college. So 40 years, it breaks down. First, I was eight years as an agent. And then after eight years as an agent, then the next 20 years, I was a broker owner. And then after... That 20 years, I, the next 12 years I've been, the last 12 years I've been the CEO at My Real Source. So that's just a little bit about me. Now, our final question states, Dave, is now a good time to get into the real estate business as an agent? I have been asked that uh, a few times in the last few weeks, given the fact that there's this pandemic going on. And I would say absolutely yes, this is a good time to get into the business, even as a brand new agent. It reminds me of when I got in the business as a brand new agent. It was back in 1980, right after I graduated from college. And in case you don't know, that was also a, a terrible, terrible uh, crash, a real estate crash. That's what they called it back then as a real estate crash. Because in 1978, it hit a peak the, for the entire nation. There were 4 million existing homes that were sold in 78. But then it started dropping. And the reason it dropped is because interest rates went up to a high of 18.5%. And it just killed the real estate sales. So it kept dropping right at the time I got in. And by it hit the bottom in 1982, when only 2 million homes were sold. So that was a 50% drop 
in just that four years. And then it took all the way until 1996 to get back to the 4 million units that it was in 78. So I got in the business right in the very, very, you know, peak of the uh, chilling interest rates that killed the, the sales. I, I was in the business for years and years and never did a new mortgage sale. We had to do land contracts and all kinds of wild and uh, crazy things. So, but what happened was it made you have to learn how to do business, how to get over the, the heartache of ha having to work harder. And when you have to learn to work harder and be more imaginative and, and be uh, able to think of new ways to do business, it set me on a good path for the rest of my career. So I would say, yes, now is a good time. It won't be easy, but it'll put you in good stead for the rest of your career. Get in now. You'll learn how to do business during difficult times. It'll be good for you in the long run. Again, that's all our questions. Thank you for the questions. And remember, if you have a question, go to yourrealsource.info. There's a tab up in the top right where you can click and ask your questions. And now I'd like to introduce a new segment, Etiquette Minute, where I give you an etiquette tip for our industry in less than a minute. Jake, could you please start the courtesy clock? During this pandemic, sellers have to do a lot of extra work to get ready for a showing. They have to provide uh, clean surfaces, disinfect the house before and after every showing. They have to make sure they're out of the house so that they're not there while the buyers are in the house. And that means that if for some reason you're going to be late or for some reason you're going to not show at all, it's now more important than ever that you be courteous and polite and make sure that you cancel that showing even if it's up to the last minute, make sure you cancel that showing through showing time and any other means at your disposal so that the seller is not standing around out in the backyard waiting to see if somebody showed up to show their, their house. So please uh, follow that tip, and that will be our tip for today. And we did it in less than a minute. Thank you, and look forward to another tip in the next episode. And now let's shift gears and get Colleen DeLang on the phone for our interview today discussing vendoring MLS services. All right, Colleen, have we got you on air? Hello, Dave. I'm Hi. here. Great. That's fantastic. So uh, Colleen is the MLS accounts manager for my real source, and she does some great work for us in that capacity. Now, can you tell us what exactly is it you do? Well, my job is really to assist other MLSs in our vendoring services, and we help them provide better products and services for their members. So what kind of products and services would that include? We 
provide a variety of different things, but basically what we do is we allow them to maintain control of their MLS, their rules, their revenue. They can still have their leadership, but we offer them a lot of the integration and customization that our members have really grown to love. Um, we offer them everything from tools like, you know, tools to do CMAs, to fill out their contracts, to do e-signatures, to promoting their list. And then we offer them great education and training. And what's unique about our education that we bring them is whether it's done via webinar or if we actually go out to their building and teach their members, it's done by realtors who have firsthand experience. They can provide stories and time-saving tips and techniques for their members. And then, of course, we offer things like support. We have seven-day-a-week support from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. So when their members need help, even if they don't have staff there uh, on the weekends, we can still assist all their members. Now, do you also help them with their resale compliancy standards? We do. Um, We have a lot of expertise. We, of course, are already RESO compliant, um, but we can help guide them through that process. We can help make them RESO compliant and even comply with the upcoming MLS standards. That's great. Now, I know that we do a lot of uh, data sharing and various different methods of data sharing. So if uh, an MLS that was vendoring their services through us Do they have to data share or could they not data share? That's a great question because data sharing is really not a one size fits all solution. We have some MLSs that maybe just want to share with one particular MLS. We have other MLSs that maybe just want to provide great tools and services to their members. And then we have other MLSs that want to be able to data share with all of our vendor partners. So, you know, unfortunately, data sharing is really not a one size fits all solution, but we're able to help them. Um, We're able to help them even if they want to share with someone on a different platform. So whether that person they want to share with is using Paragon or Flex MLS or even we've even helped uh, some people with systems that maybe were a, a smaller third party. We can allow them to still share data with whom they want and they can control where their data goes. So it could be various methods. They can have picked different methods. Not, they're not stuck in just one. Correct. They can pick whether they just want to provide great products and and services to just their members, or they can data share with, let's say there's two other MLSs they want to data share, or maybe they want to data share with everyone. We can help them customize a solution that works just perfectly for them. Okay, that's great. Now, are vendoring MLS services growing or is this, how, how, how is this going? It's actually expanding rapidly. Just over the past year and a half, we've brought on four new MLSs. Uh, We currently uh, vendor seven and we're in contract talks with two more. Right now, we're actually vendoring Bay County Realtor Association, East Central Association of Realtors, Greater Shiawassee Association of Realtors, Lenaway County Association of Realtors, Midland Board of Realtors, 
um, Saginaw Board of Realtors and the Southeastern Border Association of Realtors. And don't worry, you don't have to write them all down. I think we're going to put a list of them uh, right on your website so that your members uh, or your listeners can actually view it. Good. So they don't have to listen to this again to take notes. You're going to give a, a list on the website. And the website again is yourrealsource.info. So go there and Colleen will have that on there for you. I promise we won't quiz you. <laughs> so why should MLS vendors consider getting their MLS services through my real source? Well, it's really a win-win solution. The MLS benefits because they're able to give more and great quality products and services to their members. We give them our expertise and all of the hard work that we've done on uh, converting data and whether, again, whether they're on even a different platform or want to share with someone on a different platform, we can assist them in doing, providing that data sharing to their MLS that they want to share with. Okay, great. Now, so those are benefits to that MLS and their members, but what about benefits for my real source members, what, how does it benefit my real source members? The fact that we're involved in these different uh, MLS vendoring situations. What we generally find is vendoring usually leads to more expanded data sharing. And what that means is for our members, agents now have more inventory. They can see more inventory. And that gives our members a greater opportunity to earn commissions. That puts more money in their pocket. And right now in this currently low inventory market, agents really need to be able to see all the listings you know, all over the state so that they can earn more commission. And I see from some of the maps that we uh, look at that people will list almost anywhere in the state nowadays. So there could be listing in Macomb County, for example, that was listed by somebody in Saginaw or anywhere really. And so if you didn't have that amount of data sharing, there would always be something missing when you were trying to do a CMA or anything in a particular area. That's very true. What we did is we're actually going to post this map on your website, but we, we ran the data for 2019. And what we wanted to know is with data sharing, we were looking at a listing that maybe started with one MLS, but closed with another. So we wanted to see is data sharing really working? What are those numbers? Uh, when we ran the numbers for 2019, what we found is over 40,000 transaction sites were closed just due to the data sharing efforts, meaning that they were listed with one MLS, but closed with another. So that's 40,000 transaction sides that got closed due to them being able to see another MLS's inventory and listings in another MLS. So what would that mean in total volume? Well, the numbers are astounding, but actually it works out to be over $7.3 billion of total agent production due to data sharing. So I think when you run those numbers, you can clearly see that data sharing is working. Yeah, that would also equate to a lot in commissions. I would guess it'd be over $200 million in commissions that would end up in agents and brokers' pockets. So that's a, a huge, huge impact as a result of data sharing, which is also a result of vendoring, which is a result of all your hard work. <laughs>
it's it's really fun to watch it grow. You know, now we have 92% of the state involved in data sharing. Uh, you know, uh, many years ago when I got my license as a realtor, I had to belong to three different MLSs and nothing talked to each other. So it's so nice that we can finally have all the data in one convenient place in our own home MLS. Uh, I had I had a, a basically the same experience when I was a broker owner. I had to belong to four different MLSs and there was no data sharing amongst any of them. And you had to belong to that many just to cover enough to do business. So the fact that nowadays, because of all this, uh, uh, people don't have to do that. That's a huge, huge difference. It's a wonderful thing and much needed. Okay. So you're going to post that. Yep. I'm, I will be posting uh, the names of our vendor partners, people that we vendor along with some of their testimonials. I'll be posting the data sharing map and I will also be posting the transactional side. So if you want to see those numbers, they'll all be posted there. So the residential transactions that were facilitated by data sharing, you're going to share that with us as well on the website. Correct. Okay. Well, this has been very, very interesting. Uh, And is there a way that if there was someone that said, boy, I think we should, uh, you know, talk to Colleen about possibly vendoring from my real source, how could they get a hold of you? Are you going to post that your contact information as well on the website? I would love to, I will uh, put all my contact information, even including my cell phone. If we can help you in any way, we would love to put a customized solution together for you. Okay. That's great. And once you, they contact you, you'll get back with them with a proposal or a a meeting or or some kind of a, a way to get all the details. Absolutely. Absolutely. We would look forward to the opportunity to do that for you. All right. Well, this has been fantastic. Thank you, Colleen, for the wonderful interview. And we'll probably look to have you back uh, again in the future. Thanks, Dave, for having me. It's been a pleasure. I want to thank Colleen DeLang for that wonderful interview. And I want to remind everybody that My Real Source has a YouTube channel and it's My Real Source Media. There's a link to it on our website, yourrealsource.info. And there's recorded classes on that YouTube channel that are especially important during these times. I'll give you some examples. How to do virtual showings, how to do virtual open houses, we also record the Mixing It Up with My Real Source variety shows that we do every week. And one example is there was one that was done with a guest from Box Brownie who talked about how to do editing of photos to really make those listings pop with the photographs. So check that out. And while you're there, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Another thing that we have on our website yourrealsource.info is a place where you can register for the variety show, which is Thursdays at 10, but there's also a place where you can submit a question. It's in the upper right on that page. And if you type in a question and ask me a question, I'll probably refer to it in future podcasts. So I can't wait to chat with you again next week. And remember, it's not the source if it's not your real source.